This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello everyone, it's your favourite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This sports social podcast is brought to you by BetVictor where live streams, smart stats and in-play betting can help you make your best bet yet. 18 plus, BeGambleAware.org NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. We're going to build a train so big, it can't be stopped. From the executive producers of Power. We got enemies eyeing us, cops clocking us. Comes the new season of Power Book 4, Force. Tommy Egan is the linchpin to breaking down all of these gangs. Egan's too dangerous to be left alive. Power Book 4, Force. Game over. Premieres Friday, September 1st, only on Stars and the Stars app. Fucking sensational. Get in there, Burnley. Absolutely brilliant. Gonna got my beers and I gotta go and get my beers. Hey! Staying up, beers. Presume you can all hear me. Sam is looking at me all bewildered. All good? All good, mate. How are you? Mate. I, I, I obviously you follow me on Twitter, so you've probably seen it. I know a few people in the chat do, but I it's genuinely more successful tweet. When we scored that. One, well, I've, I've, I've had a few. It's uh, when we scored, like, obviously you jump up. I'm sat in this chair, so I jumped up. This chair's fucking on the sea somehow. I must have, like, jumped up so vigorously because I ended up on that settee. Then I stood up, I just didn't know what to do, so I just took my top off. I just took it off and ran around the house. I'm 34 years old. I am 34 years old and I acted like that. Am I embarrassed? Not one bit. Would I do it again? Fucking course I would. Thoughts on the game, Simon? Quickly, I'll get before we read some comments out. Uh, oh, mate, what a result. I, I always felt like we were going to come back in it. I said it to uh, Wes came and he watched the second half in uh, in the front room with me. And I must admit, it, I, he weren't as positive as me. I think he'll uh, give us a shake of the head there. I he was not positive. positive. I was not. After that first half, I remember thinking to myself, you know, when obviously we had the penal incident, their goal were fortuitous. Then obviously uh, Foster makes a great goals. save. Yeah, there's a few where I went, mm. yeah. Foster makes that great save. And I've been thinking, we've been shit, but we've also been unlucky. It yeah. was kind of one of them. We weren't good enough, but we were also unlucky in certain moments. Yeah, I agree, mate. I think that we played well in spouts. Uh, one of the commentators said it, actually, and he said the same. He said there's moments of dash play in, in the Burnley yeah, side Yeah, exactly. Today. That's exactly how I'm feeling in the first half. We were playing like a John Dash team this season. And- Dare I say it, the shifting pattern changed when we took Begost off. And now I don't, yeah. I'm not saying that Begost fault, but I'm just saying, pointing out the obvious here, he reacted horrendously to that substitution, as he does every single Again. time. Again. As Again. he does every single time. 
And then did you see at the end when Mark uh, Jackson was trying to explain to him why he took him off or almost saying to him, look, look at the score now. And he weren't having none of it. Vegos was not happy. Uh, but as much as you love or hate Ashley Barnes, he's a pain in the arse and he caused yeah. chaos up top. And, I, and there was some guy, I don't know if he's in the stream, it probably isn't, but there was some guy on Twitter and I tweeted saying, wow, how unlucky is that or something like that for Barnes's chance? And he responded straight away saying, Ashley Barnes, get out of our club. And I'm like, come off it, mate. He's done nothing no. wrong there. It's just a good no. save. He's like, oh, it's first time he's done not wrong this season. <laughs> but I was fuming. Um, but like you said, Ashley Barnes, he's done well. He's done he well. He's the game. He's a different type of player. He's a handful. Um, and, I, and I love him because even if he doesn't score goals, he's part of the play. He's part of the chaos in midfield. There was two on him at all times. And granted, he was trying to get fouls. But would that have meant why people like Jack Court got so much space in that cross from Charlie Taylor? What a cross it was. Uh, but as soon as that cross come in, Jack Court was not on his heels. He was on his toes. First goal of the season for him, which I was shocked at really. But... Uh, I suppose when you think he's been in and out with Dash, you can see why. But what what a performance again! Not just today, what a performance again from Jack Court. He has been the sort of engine in that midfield. I know people yeah. direct the uh, attention to Brownhill, but I think Jack Court's engine is unbelievable. You know, I thought they were both not poor in the first half, but the midfield were non-existent mainly because of their play. They started with three up front, right? And they got them three running at our defence. That stretched our defence back, creating a massive gap between the defence and midfield. Or, when the defence, sorry, when the midfield had finally got back, they were then too close to each other. So we just kept up, ended up hoofing it. They were playing balls over the top. We were hoofing it back. So the midfield were non-existent. But when they finally got into the game, it really, really showed. Absolutely, mate. They, do you know what? It's exciting to see. Uh, it was almost frustrating, right? Because I've gone from this sort of like long ball negative football and then we got used to it, didn't we? We accepted it. Almost today, in the second half especially, we was camped in their half and not putting the fucking ball in the box. And I said to yeah. Wes, I said just, we need some shots because we've got them on the ropes here. And I said it then and we got a cross in, just get the ball in the box, get the ball in. Charlie Taylor had an age to get that ball in. He could have picked out anybody he wanted. Um, but what a delivery. And and a very informed Ben Foster was left with no chance of saving that ball. Yeah, he, he played well, to be fair, did Foster. Um, yeah. But yeah, no chance there. Because like you say, Cork's done well to get in front of him. Charlie's done well to create the chance. And he's done well to put the cross in. Um, so absolutely sensational. I've left a particular comment on screen for quite a while because those from the OG stream days, I remember Simon Moretti Marus, and it's good to see that he's back in the chat and he's on the Moretti's. Where's he's on the Moretti's, are you? Where's his yeah, on the Moretti's? I've got, oh, I've got one as well. Hey, I'm on some fucking beer 52 shit. It's good, like, but you know, you can sponsor yeah, me. Put beer it there for me, yeah. Sponsored by Moretti. There you go. Sponsored by anybody else. Just, just give me some money. Um, Terry Whittle says, I'm 64 and I ran around the living room. There you go, Terry. I'm all, I hope I'm yeah, doing that at 64. Yeah. Got 30 years on you yet. Mark Howell says, Joe taking top off is a reason for watch-alongs to come by. Honestly, mate, it definitely is not. I would get shut down. The police would be at my door and everything. Uh, Robert Benson, that's a, that's a good OG name. Okay, so I must be a fair weather contributor. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. What a result up the Clarence. Yeah. Connor Olsen says, play crap, but this is part of the season. It's a point that count. First off, definitely. We started well in the second half, and then we kind of let us foot off the gas a little bit. But then last 20 minutes, we were fucking brilliant. You know what? Connor's nailed it there. Connor Olsen's nailed it. it, it it's almost that sort of old adage of, uh, if you can play bad and win, then you're doing well. And and yeah. with that, what we did. Right you know, now, we especially. One, uh, yeah, we were one down. Mike Jackson's first sort of stare of defeat, because we apparently we've not been one down while he's been in charge. Uh, so the character to come back, and I think it's so obvious with the uh, the Brownhill celebration, the togetherness of this unit of players, yeah. the way they ran over, like Adi, Adi Bayor against Arsenal uh, for Spurs. Do you remember that one when he ran the Scott Scott Arfield against Blackburn, mate. Come on. Scott Arfield against Blackburn as well, yeah. But it was... I almost thought the goal was disallowed by the hesitance of him. Though. I know, he because he kept... I, I, at this point, I've got my nipples out, and I look back, I run back in, and Brownhill's looking like that and pointing that way. So I was like... I know. wondering what's going on there with me, like I said, with me airy nipples just bouncing around. Then I thought, I don't know what's happening here. So then it kind of like was obvious that we scored. So I just, I ran, it was funny actually. I ran downstairs going, come on! And then I didn't realise Parker's asleep on the settee. Oh. <laughs> he just looks up at me, he goes, 
what are you doing? I'm <laughs> being schooled by a four-year-old. <laughs> that was my point where I thought, yeah, it's probably a bit worse than this. Um, but do I care? Like I said earlier, no. But yeah, keep your comments coming in. If any of you want to come on the show, you can. We have got a couple of people waiting backstage at the minute. I've sent the link out to a couple more people, not back yet, so hopefully they come on. Uh, no worries if they don't. But if anyone else in the chat wants to come in, um, please feel free. Just drop us a message on something, and I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll even put the link in the chat. So there you go. So if you want to come on, all you have to do is click this link. You don't need a camera like Simon does. You don't need a full 4K setup with a home studio built in the garden and signed shirt. You don't need all of that. You don't even need a camera. As long as we can hear you, that's all I'm bothered about. Um... Kenny Bridges says, should score then, shouldn't they earn your crust? I think you're talking about Barnes there. I don't know, actually, to be fair, mate. It's probably a bit. I'm going, going back on the comments, so apologies for that. I won't, I won't go into that too much. Um, Thurik89 says, what a win, get in. Uh, Matt Lockcox here, he's one of the ones that I've sent the link out to. He said he might be able to get on later, he might not. He says, Corky deserved it after the way he's been playing. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. He, he has been. I put a tweet up and a post up recently saying these have been like the best players on the dice, and it was Cork. Um, Dwight and Roberts, and I meant sorry, under Dash, under Jackson, and I meant it as in these are the most improved. I just didn't word it really well, but Cork has been the most improved for me. Roberts and Dwight have both been massively improved as well, so that's kind of what I meant. But yeah, totally agree with there, Matt. Corky were fantastic, and Sam has already touched on it a little bit there. Uh, Andrew Baxendale says the build up to court's goal, sure, we can knock it around a bit. Yeah, that's what we were saying, weren't we? Weren't we? Uh, Kenny Bridges says, How many points do we need to stay up now? I'm going to do this before I bring in probably Mike first because I know he needs to leave and he's a neutral anyway, so it's always good to get a neutral sort of like perspective before we go mental again, um, on something else. So I am going to bring in, as I usually do, the league table so we can scrutinize it, look at it. And to those of you that haven't seen the league table yet. Obviously, since today's um, win, then you can see it now for the first time. If you're listening on the podcast, you think to yourself, I want to get involved in this. I want to see the league table when it's live. Then all you have to do is subscribe on YouTube. Just go to the YouTube channel. Just search Turfcast Podcast on YouTube. You'll find it there. Uh, hit subscribe. And then every time we go live, you'll be notified if you click the bell. If you click the bell. So there it is. We are now above Leeds. We are now above Leeds. Get in. I mean, honestly, I'm not overly asked about that. It's good that we've dragged another team into it, obviously. Uh, the, the, the main stat for me is five points above Everton. And that's, I don't know how well you can see it, how big you If you're watching it on a big screen, you'll be able to see it quite well. If you're watching it on your phone, you might struggle, to be honest. Um, but we are currently on 34 points after 34 games played. Leeds are on 34 points, but have a worse goal difference after 33 games played. Obviously, they're kicking off against Man City now. So I'll get yeah, that up I'm, on me. I'll be live next to me. So see, if soon as I see it, I'll tell you. Sweet. Um, so we are above them on goal difference. The Everton are now five points behind us. So even if they beat Chelsea tomorrow, which is unlikely, they will still be below us. But obviously, fingers crossed that uh, Everton lose. But Simon, that looks fucking brilliant, doesn't it? it? Certainly does, mate. I was just thinking then, if you're an Everton fan, are you almost thinking... We need to catch Leeds now. Is is the is the mindset changing for Evertonians right now? Um, I mean, let let's just reflect on that coloured chart there. Leeds are in bad form. Uh, Burnley in good form. No, Leeds are actually in good form. They've, they, yeah. they were they were in better form than us until today. Yeah. Um, so they got twelve they're points gonna get beat possible. Today, unless they want to cause a massive upset in the title race, I think they'll get beat today. And then they've got oh Leicester. God, um, for the game, yeah, in hand. that's 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 is that at home? Um, home I don't know to be fair, I'll, I'll Google it for you now, but if but um, yeah, yeah, basically, they've got Leicester and Leicester aren't in great form either, so yeah. Well, David Elliott says, really think four points will be enough to keep us away from Everton. Obviously, I'm sure David's taking into account Everton's run of form there. Sorry, not run of form, run of fixtures there. Uh, you're probably right, mate. If you, you we, I said ages ago, 30, 36 would be enough to keep you up. Obviously, I'm, now we're in that position. I'm kind of rethinking it a little bit. But I I believe one more win will, will probably be enough. If we beat Villa, I can't see as I can't... I said before this game, if we win this, I'll be confident we'll stay up. So I've got to be honest and kind of be like, well, I, it's one of them, though. You want, to, you want to stop short of saying it, don't you? Yeah. But I'm, I'll be pretty, pretty surprised if, if, we, if we mess it up from here. Like, like you said, the togetherness, the character, everything... Everything was there. Everything was there today. Yeah, unbelievably. And I think I've got it wrong. I don't even know. I can't see Leicester on this fixture list. But so I'll read Are you thinking about... I know Everton are playing Leicester, so you might, might be thinking Everton, of Everton. Might be Everton. Sorry. So we've yeah. got... Leeds have got Man City right now. Arsenal, Chelsea, Brighton and Brentford. 
Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Arsenal and Chelsea. Yeah. Um, well, we've done we've done the fixtures plenty on the other ones. Obviously, they've not changed. It's good to see we've got a listener from Canada in. Kenny, I recognise your name. Obviously, you commented on the videos quite a lot. You commented on the match um, vlog the other day, so I do recognise you. Uh, but it's good to see international clarets here. Um, a name that I, I I'm, I'm not even going to say. I'm going to not going to try and pronounce it. That is definitely not a name. It's just just sat on a keyboard. He says great or she says great result of it. It's 2022. A great result, but the worst performance under Mike. If we do that against better teams, we'll lose. Uh, yeah, but the we've got to take. We've got to be buzzing with the character. I think there. We've got to be buzzing to the character there. And Matt Lawcott, I can't agree with that. Not safe till we're safe. Yeah. Now we're in a position where we are doing better. And I said, if we win this, I'll be confident we'll stay up. I'm reluctant to say that we will stay up. But right, I'm going to bring Mike in because uh, he, like I said, he's a neutral. He's been waiting. He has to go at, in around. 13 minutes, I think. Um, he's just off round. camera at the minute. Um, so I don't know if he's there or not. Mike, if you're there, put your camera on. I'll bring you in. Um, but uh, I do want to bring Man of the Match shouts in as well. So get everybody get thinking. Don't put them in the chat or anything yet, Simon. I, I don't even know I'm going to pick if I'm going to be honest with you. Um, because I'm just I'm just buzzing. So I'm not really sure um, what 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 the um, what the idea is. Mike says he's there, so I'm going to bring him in. Mike, are you there? Can you hear me, mate? Yeah, all good. The family are selfless. Come home from a walk. How terrible oh, of them. What about that? What about that? Um, it's, it's, no. it's, what about the result, though, mate? Forget the family being selfish. What about the result? Obviously, I know you're a neutral, but obviously you won't be as buzzing as us. But what, what we all tell you what then, obviously, because instead of talking about the result, because you're obviously not going to be as buzzing, what did you think of the actual game itself? Well, I, I know obviously I'm not buzzing as, as much as you are, and I would never try and sort of bring that up. But... What I will say is, watching that game, you got a sense of... You, I felt like I was a Burnley fan watching that game. That goal from, from Brian Hill running over to the to the Burnley fans, the camaraderie of the whole team, togetherness. And you, you were running around with, uh, with your top off. I wasn't quite doing that, but do you know what? It just felt like I was a Burnley fan for that five minutes. I've I got to be honest with you, though. I really have to be honest. You were awful in that game. You, yeah, they first half were dreadful, weren't they? They deserve to beat you. But I tell you what, what a win. To go there, and if they lose their next game now, I think they're down as well because they're only a point ahead of Norwich. I, I thought that we were, if we won today, we sent, that's what I got told, that if we won today, we sent them both down. But uh, the, Nor it's only Norwich that have been officially relegated as it stands. So I'm not sure what the situation is there. Maybe if Leeds win the down, I don't know. Yeah, because they because Norwich are one point above Watford, I believe. So basically, um, I, th I think someone said in in, uh, in on the commentary that I was listening to that Watford pretty much have to win every game like three nil, or yeah. and hope Burnley lose every game four nil or something stupid like that. So basically, they are down. But you know what the the league table is? They won't put the R yet because it's not obviously mathematically yeah. assert. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um... Yeah, Matt Lowcock says, fuck the fam. Obviously, this is Matt Lowcock, who is um, not coming on because his dad's there. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, but then Matt goes on to say, Leeds are the same as us. So, that won't work. Yeah, good point. Um, maybe if Everton win. I don't like, like, like uh, you just said there, Mark, it's probably something to do with goal difference, as Simon stares into the camera lovingly. Uh, Thrillfy says, go on, lads. Happy days. Uh, yeah, Matt, you did say we were poor, especially in the first half. But what did you make of that second half turnaround then? Because we were much better in the second half, weren't we? You come out of the traps flying, which I thought was the main thing. That first 45 was drab. I think I, I still think that's a penalty. I think you should have had that penalty. I think a lot of people say it was just outside. I think he goes down inside the box. Um, standing leg was in the box, which is what makes it a dubious yeah, one. Uh, you know, yeah. What, what, when they were, yeah, when they were doing the VAR, I'm like, well, the, the, the contact, it looked to be on, because it was weird. Like, you couldn't, the angle that they showed it, here he is, family have gone. <laughs> Um, here he is. Uh, the, the angle that they showed it from, it looked from behind, it looked like it was on the line. But then when they went to the side, there was a Watford player in the way. So I, I caught out from that angle. Then it was like, oh, no, no pen. I was like, well, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I, agree. I think it was the standing leg that was inside yeah. the box. Oh, it was sort of, you know, brought him down inside the box. Yeah. Penalty, but you've won the game. Josh is saying in the, in the stream private chat that contact was outside, but standing foot was inside. It kind of, yeah, it probably is obviously what happened there, but it, it was just kind of weird, the angle that they showed it from. And then all of a sudden there was a Watford player in the way and then didn't really get it. But um, 
Okay. But yeah, I'm, I think I'm quite good with that, Matt. Matt says get your claret hats off. And to be fair, Mike's not got a claret hat on. He's got a, a Newport hat on, and he, he's still unsure. But yeah, the contact was probably just outside. But it looked from yeah. the original angle that it was, you know, potentially in uh, on the line. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, Mike. Obviously, I know you've got to go, so I'll I'll let you go. But um, I'll tell you what I will do actually, Mike, because. You have to go now. So I'll, I'll bring the man of the match vote in now. I'll bring the man of the match vote in now. So if Simon could stop TikToking for a second, I will get his thought. In fact, Matt, obviously, because Simon's muted, I'll get you on first, Mike. Who do you think yeah. the man of the match looking at it from a, a neutral perspective? Um, I thought Cork played well in midfield. Um, it, the thing is, it's hard to... I think I'm going to have to go with the old cliche of the, the winner, to be honest, gets the man of the match. Because like I said, I didn't think you played... That well, I think Ben Foster was, was probably the game man of the match. He was absolutely superb today, Ben Foster. Yeah. City so, scored. in terms City of scored, sorry, man, go on. Get, get the leads down, considering family, some family from Manchester, so send them down. But, um, but no, yeah, man of the match because you've won. I'm gonna go Josh Brownhill, and just for that celebration, go into the, the away fans just to make it even better, yeah. Yeah, well, obviously, Corky got a goal as well. Um, I, I, I were torn between them two, but I feel it's weird. Like, I, I, I genuinely don't believe any of us, any of our players, kind of deserved it because, as we were saying earlier, it's it's probably they weren't that good, especially in the first half. But the midfield was bypassed entirely. But when the midfield were allowed to play, both Cork and Browner were okay. I thought Browner was very poor in the first half, though. He, he gave the ball away quite a lot. Cork, the game sort of like bypassed him in the first half. Um, so it's. I don't know. Um, Dwight, uh, sorry, not Dwight McNeil. I'm going to say Dwight McNeil's in the chat. It's not Dwight McNeil's in the chat. Matt Lowcock's in the chat. He says Dwight McNeil. Uh, I can kind of see that a little bit. Um, he, he tried to create. He got on the ball quite a lot. Uh, not that much end product in a lot of the times, but you know he was one of the only ones that were doing it. I'm probably going to go Cork. I think just just because out of the out of the two, I, th- I think the reason why we turned it around because the midfield got their foot on the ball and Cork was the better of the two, and they both scored as well. So that's just fantastic. Yeah, I think I think it's always good to have goals coming from all over the pitch. And obviously, Vegos has not been not hit the ground running. And I saw your react, well, not saw, but your reaction of his reaction coming off. And he he, he just looks dejected when he's coming off, not realizing that there's ten other players on the pitch that can make an impact. So, but you know, you know, he he played okay, Vegos, but I'll, I'll just give it to Brian Hill. Just the added incentive of going over to those Burnley fans and and sort of just pumping the fists. See, I'm I'm grinning here. I'm like a bloody Burnley fan. Yeah, I'm I'm not a Burnley fan, but I don't know why. I just get it. It just me. It, it just it's, it's probably because it, you're a Newport fan. They're a, a small club. Even in even in your league, you're a small club. It's kind of similar to us. But we're a, I hate, I hate the term small club. But we 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 are a smaller club in our league. That's and the term I hate even more is punching above our weight. But we are. I just don't okay. like using it. And and you're kind of the same. You're kind of the same. So that's probably why you get it. Um, but Simon, if you can. Unmute at one point and come on and tell us your man of the match. Yeah, mate, I'm going for. Um, I think it'll have to be Corky. I think it's it's a tight one, but I think Brownhill, especially in the first half, just gives away the ball so much. Uh, yeah, and it frustrates me. None of them were great in the first half, to be fair. But I think that's the only thing that tilts it towards Corky in the midfield role. Uh, I give it to yeah. him. Uh, Wes behind me, throwing in Nick Pope in the mix. Yeah, well, I, he, he made that one outstanding save. Yeah. But, yeah, someone else put Nick Pope earlier, I think. There's someone, yeah, Andrew Baxendale put Nick Pope earlier, to be fair. So it's not the first time. He made, he made a really good save at 1-0 Watford. Without that save, we do lose that match. Yeah, um, So I can kind of see it, but he didn't have a lot to do. I think the midfield no. won the game, didn't it, really? So yeah. you've got... Yeah, I, I do feel the midfield won the game eventually when it got its foot on the ball, but it took too long to get its foot on the ball, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think Absolutely. Watford came out with an energy that you would do as, a, as an animal fighting for its life in the Premier League. You would definitely come out with that energy. And they put they put us under the cosh for the whole game. We didn't get time on the ball. They were putting us under pressure. The moment the game turned was when Ashley Barnes come, come on and they noticed that they were stopped pressing Roberts and Taylor. They stopped pressing them. They let them have the yeah. ball in, and then we drove into their half. Roberts started getting further forward and then Charlie Taylor seemed to just bypass the whole whole uh, right side of their midfield. Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, why do you think, Simon, I'll get your view first, why do you think it, it isn't working for Valt at the minute? 
Do you know what? I don't know. He looks a frustrated character. I think that he, he's obviously what what's the word that he uses when they're a confidence player. I feel like he's probably a confidence player. And at the minute, he's getting more frustrated than than happy. Um, you can see it in the way he's playing. And I think that maybe he's the kind of guy that when he gets one, he, he goes on a five, six game goal scoring streak. But equally at the minute, it looks like he just I think he Matt, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a lot easier in the Bundesliga from what I'm, my understanding of it is. Um, and he's just going to take you some time to get up to the pace of it, in my opinion. Yeah, fair enough. I don't necessarily disagree with that. So, with Chris Wood, we're a confidence player. So, you know, we've basically just signed Chris Wood again. Um, but Chris yeah, thrill, yeah, Chris Wood, we can't edit. Uh, but Thrill Fire in the chat is talking about Vout as well. We talked about it earlier on in the stream, mate. So, when the stream is finished, it stays on YouTube. Feel free to come back and watch it. Um, Mike, thanks for coming on the show, though. Like I said, I know you'd need to go. It's like three minutes until you need to go. I haven't forgot. Um, I just thought I'd say bye, but thanks for coming on, mate. No, you're welcome. Another show that I've uh, tuned in for another win, you know. Yeah, <laughs> since true, I subscribed. True, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Thanks for coming on, mate. And um, you can come on every week if you keep winning every week. Yeah, exactly. I'll be on for the next game, whoever you whoever you've got next. I don't know who you've got next. I think it's Villa, isn't it? So yeah, Villa at home on Saturday. So yeah, another win for Burnley, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Thanks very much, Mike. If you want to check Mike out on YouTube, it's Mike Green. Yeah. Um, just search him on YouTube, we find him. We did suck like a League One last of the last day of the season, sort of that stream today that I dipped in and out. But uh, Mike, thanks for coming on, like I say. Yeah, cheers. Thank you. I'll catch cheers, you next. Yeah, so like we said earlier, Leeds winning, uh, winning, losing. Thank God they're not fucking winning. Leeds losing. Simon, you're watching it. Yes, I've got it on here now. There's a stoppage in play. Two people at one banged his head. It looked like he knocked yeah. out. So Josh, Josh, who is in the who is waiting to come on, he, he's in the stream private chat and he has said, What's wrong with the Leeds fans? Throwing um what did he put now? I've lost it. Throwing white stuff on the pitch. Have you seen some have you seen any of that? Yeah, it's hard because obviously I have to prop it like the TV there. I've got it out of purpose out of the way of the stream, but um it's hard to do it without actually turning completely around. But uh, at the minute there's a stoppage in play, cock and report. Have um have got a head injury. They're both being like doing the concussion tests on the pitch at the minute. But Man City all over and Leeds have got a couple of yellow cards in the first ten minutes. Uh, if I'm if I'm right, I must definitely seen at least one, and I thought there was a second. Um, maybe I've got that second one wrong. But they don't look like Leeds are going to have a chance at this game. If I'm honest, I think when one the hardest thing for Man City sometimes is getting a team to come out to get a goal, and they've already done that. Yeah. So. Um, but I wanted to say, sort of going back to what Mike said about not even being a Burnley fan, he said, I just get it. And I want to bring it back because Louis, my 13 year old, was in the front room. And when we scored that second goal, he jumped up and down on him and Wes were running around the living room. I can't do that, obviously, as everyone knows. Um, but they were buzzing, they were jumping around. And the first thing Louis said to me when he sat back down, he said, I just couldn't ever support one of the big teams because it just doesn't, it won't feel like this when you expect to win all the time. I'm like, you know what, mate, yeah. you're right. And I think that's what Mike so, is Louis, Yeah, Louis has got it. Mike gets it. Parker, you'll get it. One day you'll get it. Um, but yes, Josh, I'm going to bring you in. I can see that your camera's turned on. We'll get rid of Graham's comments. Uh, in fact, I haven't read it out, so I won't. I'll quickly read it out before I bring him in, Josh. Graham says, I think if slash when we stay up, the new manager can work with Corner, Dwight and Valt and have that pre-season to get him ready. He is quality. Just not right now. That's probably a fair shout. You know, he's not had a pre-season with us. You know, he came in halfway, didn't like the dash style. And I think that I think today's game descended into a dash style kind of game. So I Definitely think that's why did. he was frustrated again today. Definitely did, mate. Definitely did. I think there was there was times of almost it was such an important game for us. And now I'm not saying the pressure's off for us, but I'd be interested to see how we start playing without as much stress on us. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. I agree with that. But, you know, the pressure's not off until no, no. until we have a, a tick next to our name. Not that they put ticks there, but I'll personally put a tick there. But, Josh, I'm going to bring you in. Hello. Here he is, Josh. Yeah. What did you Josh. think of that, mate? Um, Not too bad, actually. Like, first half, we looked bad, but I don't think it's because we were bad. I think it's because they knew how to deal with us. I think yeah. Roy Hodgson is a good manager. I don't think yeah. he was, we'll say he isn't. I think they set themselves up to beat us and not mathematically but that was like there if we win, if we don't win this we're done that that was that yeah. for them so it was they had to go out all guns blazing they set themselves up to just walk all over us which they did um and it worked until we 
sorted ourselves out in that second half. And I think it just shows why we can stay up and why people would put us to stay up over Everton. And that's just because the players never gave up. And you got to the 80th minute, we're all like, ah, it's not looking too good. And then we got to score two screamers because both were really yeah. good goals. Yeah, both were really good goals. Like that, that, screamers is probably not a word you'll see yeah. as an adjective used with him, but two, two very, the first one was very well worked. The second one was a lovely finish. And he's got it in his locker, hasn't he, Brad? He doesn't score enough, Brownhill, for the finish that he's got. But when you catch your mind back to that Millwall game last season, that absolute rocket, and today's goal as well, both I mean, great not. He should have scored more, to be fair. Like you said, you were concerned that when he was looking back, and he was like, "Yeah, it's just what Brownell does because he doesn't he doesn't expect himself to score." He did the same thing at Brighton. He looked back. He's like, "If I just scored, like what? Yeah, I don't I don't score." Like that's the sort of thing, and I think it just shows like how lucky we are as fans to have the players that we do, because yeah. every single one of them sprinted the entire length of the pitch at the end of the match. Yeah, they're all exhausted. They're all dead. And they all sprinted the entire length of the pitch to go celebrate with all the fans. That's yeah, it's it's like, like I said earlier, it's Scott yeah. Arfield. Eh? What? Yeah, I was, I was going to ask you what you meant of that celebration. So I'm, I'm glad you've I'm glad you mentioned that because it, as Sam said earlier, I don't know if you were listening. I know you're in the chat uh, in yeah. the room, sorry, but it, it shows the togetherness, doesn't it? Which which oh, yeah, in my opinion wasn't there earlier in the season. When you look at the way we played against Norwich and against Watford and against Leeds and against Newcastle, that togetherness wasn't there. But I feel like it is now. It's like Roberts, um, he did in his interview and they were talking about Ben Mee and how long he's been at the club. And he's like, we're, we're playing for him. Like, you know, we're not, we're playing for the fans, but we're also playing for him because he can't play. He can't be on the pitch. He can't fight for what he wants to fight for. So we're yeah. going to do it for him. And I think Ben Mee not being able to play is actually helping us in the whole bringing it together. Because I think yeah, potentially he's definitely a motivator. Potentially. At least that's... Um, no, it's sorry, go on. Yeah, it's um, you know what? I, I still want his contract sorted out. I'm still anxious about that. There's yeah. been some rumours flying around this week that it that it was done. We just haven't announced it yet. But I feel like if it was done, could you imagine the boost that that would give us if we announced it now? If we announced it saying. now or next week, exactly or next week, imagine the boost it's going to give us for the rest of the season. Everyone's going to be buzzing. It'll give us a lift to get us over the line. Yeah. So uh, if he has signed, get it announced. I have no doubt that he's staying. I think he wants to finish his career here. So, Do you know what I think as well? Talking about the players and the togetherness, I wrote it down here because I wanted to mention it earlier that, that I said to one of the players about giving them... I, I, I hope we win because... Sorry, my phone's ringing in my ear all. Um, I've got my earphones in and his phone's ringing. Uh, so, yeah, so I just wanted to say that. that <clears throat> I want them to... Um, Sorry, I'll tell that out, it's ringing again. I want them to get the recognition <laughs> that the players deserve because it's frustrating the laugh out of me how it's all, oh, well, we're not, we're not going to survive now because Dash has gone. This was the initial reaction to it. Everyone's saying that Dash has done everything for this club. And uh, while I admit that's true to a point, the players weren't getting enough credit for what they've achieved as a club. And I think that no, now I agree with that. we can say, yeah, put, put us out on Dash. You've done unbelievable. You've done a great job. You've got us to this point so far, but it's not on your own, mate. And I think that the yeah. players deserve a lot more credit than what they were getting. Well, yeah, everyone always I agree says... with that. Sorry, Sorry go on, mate. No, 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 you go. I'll, let you, I'll let you go first. Um, everyone always said, like, if you listen to any interviews from players, anything, they always say that the Burnley dressing room is the best one they've ever walked into. With the players in that environment, they've always said that the Burnley dressing room is the best one they've ever been in. I yeah. think that's just a sign. It's not just yeah. I, it's, it's the people. A lot of them said that, yeah. A lot of them said that over the last few years, didn't they? I've not heard a few people say it recently. The dressing room's gone a bit south or not, I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, uh, I agree with that. Um, what what were I going to say? I can't remember what I said. He's just distracting me, obviously. But, um, yeah, obviously, people talking about the people out of um, contract in the... Sorry, in the uh, in the chat, Matt Lowcock says, what about the other man, like Vidra? That'll be a boost, he goes on to say. Um, yeah, obviously, it will be a boost. But I think there's some of them that, you know, I think will probably wouldn't mind seeing go. And Vidra, I think, is one of them that falls on the on the debate line. Well, we'll have that debate on on another podcast, maybe in the summer. Uh, I think if there's ten people time. left to sign, he's on the latter part of it. Yeah, I think I he's already said he wants to leave as well. I think he's given indications he I wants think, to leave. If I'm brutally honest, mate, I think most of them said they want to leave while Dash was here. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. I, it, it, that's why Ben Mee, I believe, wouldn't be signing if I'm honest, because I think he should have done that already as a club captain. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I agree with that. And I've heard r- rumours recently, Tarky's obviously on the fence now, whereas before he was definitely 100% going, whereas now he's on the fence. They're just rumours, though. Um, I do want to, I do want to know if somebody knows anything about what happened with Jay, because I noticed the club never used the word injured. Obviously, the fact that he's not on the bench tell me something. His car flared up again. Did yeah. it? Okay. The Sky, is, is the Sky commentators f- touched on it. He, he went out for the... He went out for the warm-up and then his calf just started flaring up again. So he, they had to drop him with over the draw. Interesting. I think that might have been another reason why we were so poor in the first half. Because yeah, that completely just... changes the game plan. Yeah. I think it's also just... I, I don't think it's necessarily the worst thing ever. I think it's more of a, right, we need to make sure we've got players fully fit for these last few games. And while this was a crunch fixture, you still got Vidra fit. So you might as well put him on, which obviously we did. And it worked. He got an assist. But yeah, Rodriguez, it's unfortunate, but we move. Corne, that was sad, the fact that Corne couldn't play. I feel like we missed him today. Lennon just wasn't comfortable on that left wing. That's why McNeil swapped back over in the end, and we looked good when McNeil swapped back. Yeah, uh, Mark Howarth and a few people in the chat have said, Alex James, who's a journalist from Lanks Live, if you're a regular on the channel, you'll know Alex has been on it a few times. Apparently, he had a hamstring tweak. And Matt Lawcock and a few others have said his thigh was apparently bandaged up. So maybe there was an issue with his band, uh, his, his bandage, his thigh. I just had a friend I'm, message. I'm not me. sure. Good three points, but you left it late. And I'm just like, don't we? Don't we know it? <laughs> Who cares? I don't care how late. Honestly, that made it better. That made yeah, it better. Yeah, it did. It did. That made it better. Um, but yeah. Um, I got a You text. mentioned, give me a second. Yeah, go on. You, you read that out. Uh, Dad texts me saying, Joe's changed his tune since three weeks ago. I'll tell you what, Mark, you're right. I have. I have. I'm a bothered. Happy birthday, no, I'm Dad, not as bothered. Well, by the way, for listening. Happy birthday. Oh, you be- why, are you- why are you wasting time listening to me on your birthday, Mark? You don't need to do that. Happy birthday, though, pal. Have a good one. I'll probably see you Villa game, maybe. I don't know. Um, but happy yeah, birthday well, to I- 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 yeah, Mark, Mark, you share a birthday with Nathan Collins. Now, that is some celebrity birthday, but can you blame me? And I bet everybody in the comments will agree, and potentially even you two, after that Norwich game, there is not many Burnley fans other than the blind the people, who the, the blind optimists, who would have said they believe that we're staying up. Yeah, you're, you're a blind optimist. In I fact, am. you, 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 you <laughs> I'm not sure if you actually did say that, to be fair, but... I agree. That. We, we were so bad. We were so bad under the last few weeks of Dash. Yeah, we were, mate. And things needed to change. They were stale. They weren't working. The respect had almost gone in the play, uh, in the players' eyes. You could see it. Um, but I did say that I do think we've got the players to do it. And I've said it countless times on this podcast when I've been on, that this 11, we know, can stay up if the right 11 is chosen. I said it every single week. And now the right 11 is being chosen for the right games. Even like substitutions at the right time. How many times have we criticised Ash over years for terrible decision-making on substitution? Bringing Lawton on a right-back and saying to Roberts, you go right midfield now, because actually you're doing well, but you're not defensively strong enough at the minute and we need to hold on to a win. That's twice he's done that and then we've gone on to help hold on for the win. And Barnes. I think that he's sent little decision-makings. Yeah. That Barnes substitution has an impact sub. He's done it twice now and both times it's paid off. And how much stick was flying around on Twitter when that sub happened? Yeah, nah, like so the, the, it worked against Wolves, and he came in clutch and just he managed to waste two minutes by walking it into a corner and then refusing to take the ball off him, <laughs> and then getting and then booked he... and, then, and then kicking off when he got booked. <laughs> well, he turned around to the linesman and said, "That's your fault. That is avoided that him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Despite that. the linesman not being involved, but but then today he's come on what the 65th minute for Weghorst, and the commentators like, "Ooh, that looks beefy," and then he's come on and he just caused chaos. Yeah. He kept trying to bait the foul, and twice he ended up giving the ball away because he was he was never going to get the foul. But Watford kept getting free ones, so maybe a valid thing. But he just kept pushing, and that's what you need. Yeah, sorry. No, I agree with that. But, uh, Josh, I do want to ask you something, because you said last week, after we beat Wolves, your actual words were, we are 100% staying up. And then you were saying in, in the DMs today, so like, oh, I'm joking, by the way, blah, blah, blah. But how do you feel now? Yeah, pretty much still on the same lines. Like, now we were all saying 37 points will keep you up. And that was like a pretty standard number. We've got Aston Villa home next week. They're, they're, they're bad. They're really, they're not good. So we walk into that match. If we play like we did against Wolves, against Southampton against Everton at home, 
then we have a 100% chance of winning that match, getting 37 points, and then I think we're safe on that. And if even then, 37 points, Newcastle at home, they're going to be on the beach. Three points there, 40 points. No one goes down on 40 So points. basically, we're finishing top half. Is that what we're well, all saying? Well, <laughs> if you look at the table, Southampton are only, what, six points away? That's two home wins. Yeah, so I, it's, it's mad that Southampton... Hold on. No, you're good. I'll take over for him if he wants to be struggling. Uh, yeah, un- unbelievable when you look at the table at the minute that we are actually looking at who's above us. When you look at the things that <clears throat> we were looking at a few weeks ago about the relegation, about the, the, the negativity that we could actually be down as soon as the Norwich game were finished, I've, I've Joe especially. And uh, forgive me, I know he won't mind me admitting to it, but I'm ever the optimist and he's ever the negative. We could be 17 <laughs> points above relegation with 10 games left and he'd still be nervous. So, um, yeah, but I mean, let's look ahead, Wild, because I haven't got a thing in front of me. To, uh, I haven't got, I, I've got it, of the thing. Yeah. So let's look ahead to the Villa game. We've got Villa coming up next week. Now, they got a win today. Am I right in thinking that? They were one the look last yeah, time. Yeah, relegated Norwich 2-0 in the end. I think it was so, Watkins and Ings. Uh, Villa at home, is that a winnable game? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we've got to play them twice. We're playing them at home first and then away. At home, I said it before, I'll say it again, I think we could beat anybody. Um, yeah, I think we. I think Turf Moor's become a fortress again. Like when you look at, because I was there for the Southampton match and the Everton match, it was immense. And then the Wolves match looked immense. Unfortunately, I couldn't go. But you look at that, you're like, yeah, hundred percent, we can be Aston Villa at home. The return of uh, Danny Ings to Turf Moor again. I, uh, I'm hopefully going to be seeing a few of the Villa boys before, so I'll, I'll make sure I set the fire alarm off if I leave. Uh, but then who's the game after that? We've got Villa, then we've got Tottenham. Tottenham away, yeah. Let's, let's just say we write that one off. Let's say we beat Villa, then we've got Tottenham. That's that's three points. Villa away, I'm not so optimistic. They dropped points against Watford at home, Did though. They? Yeah, so it, it it's not going to be an easy one, but there's definitely a chance. Yeah. All right, let's say, let's go for a draw there, yeah? I'd, I'd go for a draw, yeah. All right, so that's four points. And then we have a game that I remember thinking, I'm sure that's a winnable game. Newcastle. What was game? Newcastle. Newcastle home. We've got Villa away and then Newcastle home. Yeah, that's right. So Newcastle at home. Uh, every time we play Eddie Howe, let's just take out form out of the table. We are successful against Eddie Howe and, and the way he sets up normally. So that should be seven points that we've got remaining out of the next four games. If That's right. Two, three, four, four games. And we've... We've got the form to prove it as well that we can do it. So, don't see why. And where? How many points have we got now? I've got my, Joe's got control 34. of the thing. I'm only in as a guest. So, 34. If we get seven points and we get 41, I mean, we only need. I'm saying 38. So, if we can get one win and a draw, I think that guarantees us safety this season. Yeah, uh, I think one so, win. I think one win will keep us up. You With Leeds as fixtures, I think they can only get two more wins. Well, if they're Leeds lucky. Is- Leeds just 1-0 down 33 minutes in. They just had a shot. It were well over, but they, they are actually putting pressure on Man City. So we'll see how that one ends up. But yeah, I feel like Man City should get beat today. Um, so who was your man of the match, buddy, for the, today's game? I don't know if you asked that. For me, um, McNeil, I think. McNeil. I think most, I think most people say Cork and, and others just because of the involvement in the goals. But I look at McNeil as the most consistent performer throughout the entire match. First half, he was doing all of the pressures. He was putting all of that pressure on them. Second half, he was doing it again. And then also, he was so vital in the sense that he had to switch over to the left wing so that Lennon could be on his comfortable side. Yeah, And I just look at that and I'm like, yeah, he didn't really do anything in regards to the goals, but he was just the most consistently good, most consistently just pounding forward every single time, getting back to defend. So for me, it was McNeil again, yeah. Yeah, it's a great shout, mate. There was a few contenders. I think we're thinking with McNeil at the minute, is I used to say it when when he was getting criticised for turning around too much and not releasing the ball on the pass, it, it was almost sort of like I felt frustrated for him because there's not many people in this Burnley squad, if anyone else, that can drag the ball from the edge of our box to the edge of their box on his own. And, he and was take doing on like four that. players. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And he was doing that and then having absolutely no options when he gets there, but then getting criticised for losing possession of the ball. Almost now, he's got the energy behind him with the players and the setup of uh, Matt Jackson to to look like the player that he is, in my opinion. One hundred percent. And he even said himself that he has to be played on the right wing. I think that's yeah. just a better side for him because he can play him with his left foot. He, when he's on the left wing, he can only move along the left hand side. He can't really play in with his left foot on the right side. Whereas uh, on the left hand side, on the right side, he can. So it just gives him more options when he's only a one sided player. 
Once he gets yeah. his right foot, he'll be a brilliant player. But I uh, don't know when that's going to happen, if ever. He's just. I know really, it's often really at. Ro- I sit with Robbie Lindsay on the turf, and he's left-footed, and he, he's one of his biggest gripes in the world is that we criticise left foots for not being right-footed, but we never give a right-footed <laughs> criticism for being not being left-footed as well. Um, and I agree with you there, but if he was a left footer and a right footer, mate, I think he'd be playing a lot higher level because he's that good. Oh, 100%. It's just like they say now, like, modern football doesn't really have a place for one-sided, you know, feet. Like, you have to you have to be able to use both, and that's something that Dyche said a lot before he ended up getting the sack. He was very much like, he does need to learn how to use his right foot. Oh, there he is. Well, so I think I, I did fucking unbelievable there because I have zero control. <laughs> so, there you go, mate. Back to you. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't I don't know how long I'm going to last, to be honest. Good to see there's a Nottingham Forest fan in the chat. I don't know how they've got on today, but he's confident, so it looks like they're staying up. Now that we're sorry, staying up, going up. Now that we're staying up, I want Forest to come up. But when we were, right. when I thought we were going down, I wanted them to stay down simply because I want to go to the city ground again next season. Um, but right, because I don't know how much time I've got left, and we've hit like 45 minutes anyway, so that's probably good enough. Um, I'm going to start wrapping up, but of course, I want everybody in the chat, first of all, if you're watching it live, and there's 65 of you watching it now, so if you're watching it, get rid of the live chat for a second, (laughs) like it, then come back, because I'm going to ask you a question. I want to get as many likes on it as as possible, and it it really does help the YouTube algorithm. I'm one of them now. I ask for likes, um, because if I don't, you don't. I have noticed that when you physically ask for a like, you get more likes. It's weird. Just like it anyway. It's weird. Um, but yeah, uh, Simon, I'm going to start with you. Are we staying up? Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I was hundred percent. He's done a Josh and 100%. said hundred percent. Hundred percent. Me, we were just talking about it while you were away. I would. Wow. I, could, I did. I had no control over the over the whole thing, so I had to just talk. Uh, we went through the remaining fixtures, and I can think of what well, we can think of together: seven points, and we believe we only need four. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. You've discussed it already. I'll I'll just fuck yeah. off, shall I? I didn't realise. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, get your uh, the comments are coming in. Um, only liked it as Mrs. said so. Come on, Rhubarb. Are you the kind of guy that does what his missus tells him to do? Have you got your own brain? Like it because you want to, mate. Uh, Mark Howard says definitely staying up. Tony says we are staying up. Ujala says yes. I, that was around when I asked the question. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I'll bring the league table back up then because obviously Simon said you didn't have much control, but um, we um, talked about how we, we're going to catch we Southampton, just, yeah, yeah. You think we're going to catch Southampton? Okay, get rid of that, so <laughs> put that one up. Um, but obviously, we will have a look at the league table on screen just to go with what you've all just said. Go on, Simon, you only want to say something. No, I'm just uh, realized then that we were on about viewers, and I was showing that I forgot that TikTok were on in corner, so I'm just showing them what we're doing. For your YouTube, ah, hello, hello, TikTokers. I really should do TikTok more often, but I really can't be asked. Um, I was going to do a watch along on TikTok today, but then I thought, yeah, can't be asked. Uh, Connor Clark says 100% staying up. Um, Alfie Robertson says Blackburn have officially bottled the playoffs. They are, don't worry, I'm putting a post yeah. up about that when this live's finished. They officially cannot get the playoffs. They were promoted in December, we were relegated by January, according to them, but now. Neither of which is happening. Uh, happening. Matt Lawcock says, Joel, you're going to be doing a dance on TikTok soon. Matt, don't mention it, mate, because everyone's forgot. As long as you don't tell the people at fans, bet, I won't have to do it. Um, but yeah, I did say that if you'll have to do a dance it. on TikTok. Yeah, and now, to do it. I, I can't believe that. I can't believe Fair that. play but, to um, everyone who went down, though. 2,200. Yeah, and and you, know, you know what? I was so jealous of them all at full time. And you know what? Yeah. Going down there and enduring that first 60 minutes and then it... It, I was so jealous and fair play to them. They deserved that. They deserved yeah. that moment for going down there. Super Michael that. Jackson. I'd, 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 I'd have gone if I weren't on dad duties or working, which I am tonight as well, to be fair. Um, but it, it's one of them. They deserved that. So fair play. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, but yeah, Dark Knight 67 says we will get Europa League next season. I don't know, mate. That's probably a bit far. But yeah, we're going to start wrapping it up then. Apologies if you listen on the podcast and you heard a child started crying at one point. It's because an ice green van went past and my <laughs> window's open. And I know it is. My, my window's open, but you, obviously that's my garden at the back and there's no street down there. So he could hear it and then he just he heard it and he looked outside. He's like, oh, I want an ice cream. I'm like, well, just no, tell him it's the fish, cream. like the fish seller. That's what my parents used to do. Just say it's the fish Really? I, 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 well, 
he's what yeah. he's, he's already been to the ice cream man, so he knows what it is. But I probably should have done that. Or I might start saying, "Oh no, that's a song for when they're out of ice cream." But yeah, basically, yeah, if well, you're well. an ice cream van and you're listening to this, and you've just drove around the lower house area of Burnley at six o'clock on Saturday night, you're a bastard. So thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks for that. But yeah, we're going to start wrapping up. Thank you, Simon, for coming on the show. Thank you, Josh. Thank you to Mike earlier on who had to leave. Matt Lowcott couldn't come on. Matt, no thanks to you because you didn't come on again. Second week in a row, he's like, oh, come on, I'll come on, but I, 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 I can't because something else. Next week, mate, you've got to come on. Although I might not be doing one next week because I'm away. I need to talk to Simon, so we'll see, we'll see. Um, but thank you, everyone, for coming on. If you've just joined us now because the, the views have gone up and down a bit, if you've just joined us recently... Um, and you want to watch the full show, it stays on YouTube. I'll just quickly just get rid of that. It stays on YouTube, so you can watch it back at your leisure. And, of course, if you prefer the podcast, then you can watch it on the, listen to it on the podcast instead on your way to work on Monday or doing whatever you're going to do over the bank holiday weekend. Because, of course, it's bank holiday weekend this weekend, so not many people are going on holiday. But thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for coming on. And we will see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. ¿Necesitas limpia parabrisas? Los profesionales en autopartes de O'Reilly Auto Parts te pueden ayudar a encontrar opciones específicas para tu vehículo y hasta te los pueden instalar gratis. Ahorra 10 dólares al comprar un par de limpia parabrisas Bosch Focus. Además, recibe puntos dobles o rewards. Visita hoy mismo O'Reilly Auto Parts. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.